0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 395, Little Ones Get Test for Sports Gene, by Ross Enemite of RossTraining.com. Howdy, and welcome to the final show of the week. I'm Joss Marie, and this is the show where I narrate from a variety of relationship blogs and authors with hopes of optimizing the many relationships in your life. And just real quick before we get into the post, I just want to remind you that our random book drawing is coming up on the first of the month, so if you'd like your name to be submitted, you can simply sign up for our mailing list right at oldpodcast.com. But with that, let's get right into Ross's post and start optimizing your life. Little Ones Get Test for Sports Gene by Ross Enemite of RossTraining.com just when I thought I had seen it all, there are now people willing to take your money to test your child's genetic potential, supposedly. There's an article from the New York Times titled, Born to Run? Little Ones Get Test for Sports Gene. I strongly suggest reading through the full article. After reading through it, I am happy to see that I'm not the only person who has several issues with this kind of test. For example, Dr. Stephen M. Roth, director of the Functional Genomics Laboratory at the University of Maryland School of Public Health, had the following to say, quote, The idea that it will be one or two genes that are contributing to the Michael Phelpses or the Usain Bolt's of the world, I think is short-sighted, because it's much more complex than that. Athletic performance has been found to be affected by at least 200 genes, End quote. Dr. Roth makes an excellent point. Athletic performance is an infinitely complex subject. It is not something that we can determine based on a single genetic test. There are countless factors to consider. Such factors could fill an entire book. Perhaps more importantly, however, parents need to lighten up and let kids be kids. My problem isn't necessarily the study itself or those involved with the study, but rather the message that it potentially sends. Why would anyone need to genetically test a two-year-old to determine his so-called athletic potential? Would you actually stop your child from playing a sport that he enjoys because a genetic test says he will not excel? Can you imagine telling little Johnny that he cannot play basketball this season as he is not genetically suited for the sport? What happens if he isn't genetically suited to play any professional sport? Should we discourage him from participating in all sports? What happened to playing sports because we enjoy them? Remember, play is fun. My son is two and a half years old. He's already in his second year of gymnastics. My wife does not take into this class in hopes that he'll be a future gold medalist, however. He happens to enjoy the class, which is more important than his future in the sport. He also has a chance to interact with others his age. It's a win-win situation in that it is fun and useful for his development, physically and socially. As the kids get older, we won't need a genetic test to know who is the fastest runner on the playground or the best baseball player on a Little League team. Dr. Carl Foster, director of the Human Performance Laboratory at the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, outlined a much easier way to determine if a child will be good at sprint and power sports. In his words, quote, just line them up with their classmates for a race and see which ones are the fastest, end quote. Did we really need a doctor to come to this conclusion? As a kid, we held races at recess almost every day. That is what kids do. In the fourth grade, We had already figured out what it took a doctor to realize in the article I mentioned earlier. Simple observation is all that is necessary. But, once again, kids shouldn't play sports with the sole mission of becoming professional athletes. Sports are fun. Physical exercise and activities should be encouraged. Not everyone on the Little League team is going to play Major League Baseball. We shouldn't dissuade our kids from playing simply because they don't have what it takes to perform at the professional level. If professional potential was a prerequisite, there wouldn't be any youth sports teams. We'd be lucky to find a single player within each city. It's also worth noting that two-year-old children are not old enough to specialize in a single sport. Perhaps the most important aspect of childhood development athletically is to play a variety of sports. Not many baseball players can run like Usain Bolt, but all baseball players need to run to first base after hitting the ball. Running is part of the sport, whether you are a slow first baseman or a swift-footed center fielder. Kids should run, jump, kick, throw, catch, and play. The time will come when they are old enough to specialize, but they will be much better off, better prepared, if they were allowed to participate in several sports as youngsters. Defy the critics. And let's not forget that many athletes have disproven science. For example, the New York Times article references one long jumper from Spain. According to genetic testing, he shouldn't be able to compete, but surprisingly enough, he is the best jumper in his country. As one researcher said when commenting on the jumper, quote, we don't yet understand what combination of genes creates that kind of explosiveness, End quote. Could it be that we aren't as smart as we like to believe? Wouldn't it make more sense to instill a relentless work ethic within our youngsters? I'd rather have my son believe that he has the ability to defy his future critics. Refer back to the entry on conventional wisdom for a related discussion. As has been said before, we often become what we believe. Unfortunately, I won't be surprised when certain parents who didn't make it pass on their own failures by telling their children that they too cannot make it. They put all of their trust in science and never even attempt to go against the grain. As a trainer and coach, I have personally seen young fighters walk into the gym on their first day who were everything but natural athletes. Any genetic test would have put these athletes at the bottom of the totem pole. But guess what? I've seen some of these very unnatural athletes become dominant fighters at both the amateur and professional level. They refuse to believe the naysayers. And please note, I'm not suggesting that certain athletes are not genetically superior. Usain Bolt is clearly a gifted sprinter, but there is still a very large middle ground for many sports. Not all sports, but many. Many from this middle ground can become something special with a truly relentless work ethic, proper coaching, and so on. These factors have nothing to do with the genetic hand that you are dealt. Regardless of what science suggests, we still have the ability to write a considerable portion of our future. It has not yet been determined and is entirely up to you, the individual. As a parent, I will certainly pass this belief on to my children and can only hope that others do as well. You just listened to the post titled, Little Ones Get Tests for Sports Gene by Ross Enemite of RossTraining.com. I appreciate Ross's insight and agree with him that instilling a good work ethic in our children is super important. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up on this fine Friday. Thanks so much for swinging by. I hope you have a relaxing weekend and look forward to seeing you again next week, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more,